what I see is a need for self-intimacy first. That from a place of knowing oneself, knowing one is safe, knowing one is loved, which means loving oneself, almost anything is possible. This is Aliveness. I'm your host, Allison Crossway, a guide and former psychotherapist here to empower you to break out of your old patterns, shift into a new state of being, and ignite your aliveness. Are you experiencing a lack of desire and perhaps tension in your relationship as a result? Or maybe you have a deep desire to step out of the life you have created according to the so-called rules to live a life of more passion and purpose. Maybe you're experiencing a sexual reawakening that is surprising you with its power. If any of these statements describe you, your sexuality is calling you. It's the portal into the next chapter of your life. I invite you to join me for Pleasure as Medicine. Pleasure as Medicine is a free week-long experience of practices and teachings to increase your life force energy, reconnect to your aliveness, and hear what your heart and soul are speaking through your experience of your sexual energy. It's happening June 5th to June 10th, and you can sign up at allisoncrossweight.com slash pleasure. You can win a one-on-one session with me during the Pleasure as Medicine experience, June 5th to 10th. In this session, we can process what's coming up for you and listen to what your body, heart, and soul are saying. To enter, simply leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and take a screenshot of the review before submitting it. Share your review on Instagram stories and tag me, Allison Crossweight. Even if you're not able to attend Pleasure as Medicine, I would love to support you in a one-on-one session. You have until Wednesday, May 31st to enter, and we'll select two winners who will notify through a direct message on Instagram. It's gonna be a juicy week. I would love to have you. So I'm gonna talk to you about how I work with couples. And it's a bit counterintuitive. I was originally taught in a therapeutic model where the couple comes in and you find out what they are struggling with. And then the way I was taught, you have an individual session with each of them, which is really valuable to get their perspective and their history. And then you come back and you work things out. And this is, this is a justifiable model. But what I've discovered is this. People, I'm no longer practicing as a therapist, but couples do come to me and they often come to me saying our sex life isn't what we would like it to be. And what's really amazing, and I worked with a couple recently that really blew my mind in in this way. It's so tempting to say, okay, you know, let's go there together. It's kind of the mode one way. Let's fix it, right? But inevitably, and I've seen this time and time again, as long as the couple is on the same page and wanting their sex life to bloom, 
This is very different from the couple who says, oh, you know, I don't know if this relationship is going to work. That's not that couple. If a couple is saying, you know, we're just not connecting sexually the way I'd like, or we now have kids and it's really changed, or we got married young and we haven't really had the chance to explore and now we're wondering, these types of things. The first thing that I think is the best thing to do is to separate them in their personal processes. So with this recent couple that came to me and said, yeah, you know, I really want that in my life. I don't want to be missing sex any longer. I don't know what to do. What we did is they both did a three-month program with me in separate containers. So we went deep on what both of them were thinking, feeling, experiencing. And I think sex came up once or twice in those those processes. But mostly, we were talking about work, parenting, health, lifestyle, their heart, their hobbies, spirituality, adventure. We were breathing. We were feeling. They were having their own experience supported by the medicine. And then... They reported to me the desire had been rekindled very naturally. They were talking about what their personal work, which was giving them a kind of intimacy and a depth of connection to intimacy that I think was really exciting and a kind of shared place for that because they both had it. And then they naturally started to come together and they found a local practitioner to work on some of the more sexual aspects of what they were dealing with. And this is the model. I share this with you because so often when sex isn't where we want it to be, we do blame. We blame ourselves and we blame our partner. But the answer is not with our sexual performance most likely. And I'm not minimizing the importance of getting to know your body, of sex therapy, of the exploration of sex. But I am saying that almost universally, what I see is a need for self-intimacy first. That from a place of knowing oneself, knowing one is safe, Knowing one is loved, which means loving oneself. Almost anything is possible. And the, the danger, so to speak, in going too quick to the sex tools, tips, processes, is that until you feel comfortable speaking your needs to yourself, just to yourself, If somebody teaches you how to have an orgasm, how is that serving you? This is a really important point. It's not black and white. It's not like you go wrong if you learn how to have an orgasm and you don't know how to speak your needs. It's more like 
it takes you out of yourself. It's cart before the horse. And what I notice with all of us is this need to deepen our relationship with ourselves, the permission we give ourselves to be who we are, to know what's true for us in this moment, even if it's not what we think we should be, and to love ourselves just as we are, which means how do we love? We bring caring attention and we give space to all the parts of ourselves. And if we're really doing that, if we're really leaning into that and we know ourselves really, really well, then there can be polarity with another person. That's where desire comes from. Like, isn't it sexy when someone really knows himself? Like, that's sort of where the bad boy thing comes, right? Because they don't care. And women just go nuts for this. Many women, not all, but... It's like that polarity, uh, that impenetrable, that marble man, that cowboy, you can't get them. That's sexy because it's not here. And then where, where does desire go away? With the person we're with, two, four, seven, that we know better than ourselves, that, that we see in all their weaknesses, that's less sexy. This is where um, focusing on sex is cart before the horse that the first thing to focus on is who are you? What do you love? What do you like to do? Do you want to go out and, you know, ride horses? Do you need more time with your friends hiking in the mountains? Like, what is it that is right for you? And I had a client who, who went through this also with her husband, and she had to take time and say, you know, right now I'm not available sexually. That's a hard thing to do. That's a very hard thing to do, but she was betraying herself by sleeping with someone that she didn't feel like she wanted to sleep with him in her body. She was tired. She had small kids during the pandemic. She was feeling stretched on all sides and sex was an obligation and she had to be true to herself. And the thing about being true to herself and saying, I can't right now was that it built self-trust. And yes, did he have feelings? Yes. Did she have feelings? Yes. And this built strength between them, that they could have feelings, that they could navigate. And as soon as she realized that she could actually have this space for a time, it actually wasn't very long. It wasn't very long. But when he... he he gave it to her. Like he, he said, yes. And he doesn't have to give it to her. It's not his to give, but he became a participant in the process. And they agreed to the space within four to six weeks. She had actually gone deep, done some sexual exploration on her own. And the two of them had this wild summer vacation together sexually. And they reconnected. It happened so fast. Will it happen fast with everyone? 
maybe, maybe not. But it is amazing how quickly it can happen when we take these bold steps of autonomy and our own desire, because that's where we get in contact with it. And that's where we can feel desire for another person is when we have ourselves. So the solution to lack of desire in your relationship is not necessarily, although it could be, kinky costumes, a sexy night out, sexing it up. The solution is usually pulling back, creating space, doing that inner work. Sometimes there's processing of trauma to do. Sometimes there's deep things in the relationship that need to be spoken. Sometimes it's rest. Sometimes it's just getting to know ourselves and then coming back and sexing it up and seeing what happens. If this resonates with you, be sure to subscribe so you get all the juicy episodes to come. And if you have a friend who is deep into their personal growth and healing journey, share this podcast with them too. Now go out and experience the aliveness that's here for you today.